Thank you for listening to the WTAL podcast session. This week's episode will be about relationships and how the mantra of the WTAL coaching practice, communication, expression, and meditation, can help bring your relationship into a more positive path. Hey, everyone. Thank you for listening and watching the uh, WTAL podcast session this week. Um, it's been a little frustrating getting this going. Um, I know that if there's a frustration thing that's going on, it shouldn't be with me, considering I try to teach people not to be frustrated over some small, little, simple things and how it can definitely mess up your day and your perspective. But, you know, it does happen. We all have them and it does go on throughout the days like that at times, especially when you're really overwhelmed and uh, the situation calls for the idea that you're doing multiple tasking and you're trying to get into a nice little place, but it just keeps piling up. But I'm doing my best to get everyone out, uh, get my stuff out there to you guys. And this week, um, we're going to be doing a thing on relationships. Um, Now, I'm going to tell you straight out. All right. This is going to be a podcast that is definitely going to be unedited when it comes to language and kind of is putting my perspective out there because that's what it is. It's my perspective as a life coach. It's my perspective with experience. I was married for quite a while. Um, my first serious relationship was when I was in high school. We got along great for a while and we were just young. So things ended very quickly. but. Over the years, you know, I had relationships here and there. I got two different kids with two different mothers. Um, it's a life experience mostly. Um, but with my education as well, dealing with psychology and industrial organizational psychology right now, I'm definitely learning a lot about personalities. But most of all, over the last, I'm going to say, month, month and a half, a lot of my clients have gone into the world of wondering if they're in the right direction with their relationship. Now, I will never tell anyone that they should end their relationship unless, of course, it's abusive, definitely physically, or I can see that this person is abusing one of my clients to a point of like, look, you need to step away from this person. Otherwise, I may have to step away from you because I'm not going to be able to help you. You're not willing to take the listen or the advice of trying to protect yourself and your mentality and the anxieties and everything that you're going to get through the day. Um, so when I'm talking about this relationship, these relationships and the idea of what I see is now coming from the idea of my clients and what I can show them or at least guide them to or give them the outside-the-box perspective. Um, it's going to be my opinion. There's, When it comes to relationships, there's really no actual facts of how you can deal with a relationship because relationships are always different. You're... You're definitely going to need to learn as you go with the person you're in a relationship with. Again, I'm going to tell you straight out. I don't care if you're in a straight relationship, a gay relationship, or 
you know, whatever kind of relationship you categorize yourself in. I don't care if you're gay. I don't care what color you are. I don't care what your beliefs are. I don't care that your relationship is different from everyone else's because it obviously is. All that still comes down to the idea of your individual choices and how you deal with them and how you move on with them. It doesn't, it does, it does factor into the idea of environment, social settings, um, economics, definitely. Um, but it, it comes down to what are you willing to take and what are you willing not to take? And what I mean by that is abusiveness. Uh, mental stability, happiness. Um, what is it that you're willing to give and take in the relationship? The idea comes down to the whole fact that when you're in a relationship, it needs to be the fact that you have to bring something to it. And my sorry, my laptop is going off like crazy. I apologize. Um, that when you go into it, you still have to know who you are. Like, you need to know that any consequences comes from your actions. Their actions is something you're going to build off of. So if they're you or them, it doesn't matter which way you go with this, them or you. Your choices, your decisions in the relationship is also going to be based off their consequences or your consequences. So when they give you attitude, you're going to give a little bit of attitude back, but how much are you going to give back? Or are you going to stop to say, look, we need to walk away for a second and we need to talk about this when we both calm down. Also, how are you treating the other person? Are you treating that person differently than you want to be treated? Because if they start treating you the way that you treat them, you're going to get pissy and say they're treating you bad. It's hypocritical. You're, you're, you think you're in control of the situation. It's narcissism. It's all this other stuff that says, no, I'm allowed to do it, but you're not. Don't talk to me that way because I can only talk to you that way. You're not going to tell me what to do, but I'm going to tell you, you can or can't do something. It goes both ways, either as the person that's listening to this or the person that you're trying to convince to listen or say, hey, we need a better relationship. It's also the idea of being afraid to move away from that re relationship. That's where communication is definitely coming in. But it also comes down to the mentality of the person that's staying. Now, this is going to get into a lot of stuff. And I only have an hour with you guys. So I'm going to try to make it as short and simple as possible, but also very direct. A person who stays in a relationship because you think you can't do any better or that you're afraid what that other person is going to do. You're part of a relationship where you're being abused, okay? You're being mentally abused, you're being uh, psychologically abused, and you're being emotionally abused, if not at this point being physically abused. So when you get into this kind of, when we get into this, I'm going to be very honest about how I see things and how other people may see something differently than me and yourself and everything and how we have to understand that 
you you may need to walk away because if you don't walk away, your friends may also walk away. Your friends may walk away because they know you're being hurt. They know you're being abused, but yet you're still not able to understand that's what's going on. It isn't that we don't care about you or anything like that. It's the idea of we can't watch you get abused. And if we say something, you're going to take it the wrong way or you're going to say that you're only going against this person because they're different from you. Well, no, it's the idea of we're looking out for you. We want to make sure you're okay. And if you're not going to accept that, there is a good chance you are going to get hurt. And we don't want to see that. You're not helping yourself. And when it comes to that personal responsibility, you hurting yourself, we don't want to see you hurt yourself. So we have to kind of like back up so you don't think that we are going to make you do something and blame us. It's a give and take. It's it's a really hard way to do things. But sometimes you have to walk away from people, especially in a hard relationship, and not just a, a love relationship, like not just a sexual relationship or anything like that. It can just be a friendship relationship. Like your friends will can walk away from you because they think you're being stupid and putting them in danger. You know, addicts have a big time with this. They'll find their own kind of people that are other addicts, but all the people that were there trying to support them and love them say, look, I'm trying to help you. Eventually is going to reach a point of we're trying, but you're not willing to help yourself. So we need to let you hit rock bottom. Now that's very controversial for a lot of people, but as a person who has dealt with this, I've had to and will continue to walk away from people if I know that they're not at least willing to try to help themselves. It's a major step. It is a big step and it can cause major issues. So when we get into this in the next couple segments, I'm going to try to my best to say, again, this is my perspective. This is the ideas that I have and how the communication, expression, and meditation part of the WTAL coaching practice is able to kind of maybe guide it into a more positive way. It's not going to help everybody. It's not going to do everything for anyone, everyone. But maybe I can kind of put in the idea in your head of start looking at yourself before you look at the person that you're with. And I know a lot of people are like, no, I will give my life for my partner and this and that. Yeah, you would. but would they do the same? And if there is that connection, then how bad does it have to be or how much of a attraction or a connection is there where you're not talking, but you're willing to do something harmful? It's, it's a big open forum on this one. So we're going to try to get into it the best way we can. This is going to be a very personal episode. And I hope that I can at least reach some people and kind of maybe open their mind. And if there is a different perspective and anyone does want to make a comment, obviously, please do, because this will be on the YouTube channel as well as Facebook, TikTok and Instagram, at least portions of it in a connection to the uh, podcast itself. So we just have to make sure that when we get into this. That again, and I'm going to repeat it, 
that this is my perspective as a life coach and as my experience and my education kind of brings me into the idea that I've had four of my clients right now in this situation. And I have to kind of try to guide them into taking personal responsibility for them in their relationship or give them the idea of like, look, you may be harming yourself, not physically, but mentally and psychologically and emotionally. And I have to try to help my clients find a way of getting out of that habit of taking care of other people before themselves. Because I don't care what anyone says. You can argue with me about this all you want. If you're not taking care of yourself, if you're not mentally fit, if you're not psychologically fit, if you're not emotionally fit to look at yourself first and see how you need to deal with your actions, you're, anything you do, I don't care if it's relationship or not, anything you do is going to be hindered. You have to look for yourself first. You cannot take care of your kids unless you are taken care of. You're not going to be able to feed your kids unless you can take care of yourself to feed them. You're not going to be able to take care of a relationship if you're not willing to put something into it or at least say, if you're hurting me, I can't do this anymore. There's a lot to it. So what we're going to do is we're going to take a quick break right now and uh, get things situated and start this with the uh, first segment with uh, communication. So I'll be back with you in about 30 seconds or so. You can now connect to the EOTB Eye of the Beholder website to get original art by Coach Tony D, the Red Bubble Art Store, and now connected. And now you can own an original art piece on multiple products, including shirts, phone and iPad covers, pet blankets, even bed covers. The EOTB is a proud sponsor of the Wellness Therapeutic Art Life Coaching Practice. Together, we help promote and fund the future of therapeutics in a positive way. With your help, the EOTB and the WTAL Coaching Practice will expand to help guide those that are looking for a more positive way of taking control of their life. Scan the promo code or go to the www.wtalcoach.com and click on the embedded EOTB site. The owner of the EOTB and the WTAL coaching practice, Coach Tony, thank you for your support. All right, welcome back to the WTAL podcast sessions. So we're today we're talking about relationships and uh, how the WTAL coaching practice, the um, communication, expression, and meditation uh, mantras of the practice can kind of lean into the idea of bettering a relationship. Um, again, this is what I'm going to repeat through the entire episode, more or less, is this is just my perspective. This is just my viewpoint um, as a life coach, as a coach that has been able to talk to a few of my clients that are now going through this is issue, and um, how some of the communication my clients and I have had has kind of awakened, I don't want to say epiphany because that's too big of a word. It's too much of a, you know, super word, I would say. It's just kind of a, like a little awakening in their brain of like, you know, I know, son, I'm not thinking about myself or I'm not thinking about how their actions are involving me in a negative way or how my reactions to them, <clears throat> to my partner is making things worse 
Now, I'm going to be very straight honest with you. I am in a very, very good relationship right now. And it wasn't always that way. In the beginning, it was tough. Um, addictions were involved. Um, trust was a big issue on both ends. Uh, we both have done things that I'm pretty sure I know I regret. But I've learned from them. Uh, she has stuck by me through thick and thin. But one of the things that we definitely have and had through this entire thing is the communication. Um, there's times when I haven't talked to her and she hasn't talked to me. And when we don't, we kind of keep them in. And it led to one thing of assumptions of I was assuming that she was doing something behind my back or I was doing stuff behind her back. and. Sometimes those assumptions were right, but most of the time they were wrong. So let's get into the communication part of this. And again, it will be very brief. It's just a little overview, nothing really in-depth, no kind of real psychological terminologies or trying to get into like, you know, Freud and all these other old school kind of uh, mentalities of, you know, sex has to deal with everything or, you know. You're the evidence where your mother is everything you want someone to be or your father has to be part of your relationship kind of stuff when it comes to men and women. It's more or less just saying, look, if you're not able to really talk to your partner in a very open way, even if it hurts, an honest way, this it's, it's really going to hurt the relationship. Um, when, it, when you're talking to your partner, you need to tell them straight out, even in the very beginning, the very beginning of your relationship is we need to talk because if we don't talk and all we're doing is just fucking around and we're going to screw around and we're just going to go out drinking, partying, fucking doing all the drugs we can or, you know, I'll see you when I see you kind of situation or, you know, hey, we're not really together. We're just dating. I can see who the hell I want to see and talk to who I want to see. That is something that has to be put out there like right away. It's an open thing. But if you're the kind of person that wants to be into a serious relationship and say, look, I don't like doing this kind of shit. I don't like the sneakiness. I don't like the idea of you being with someone else. I don't like the idea that you are hiding stuff from me. I don't like your addictions. I don't like your drugs and your alcohol abuse. And the way that you do it, if it's casual and it's because we're going out and we're all just having a good time and we're adults, that's great. But if this is something that you wake up in the morning and you do and wait until night and it causes issues, if you're a, if you're not able to really be part of a relationship, then you shouldn't. Now, there is such thing as a functioning addict. They're still an addict. It's still going to cause problems, but they do go to work during the day. They do take care of their responsibilities. They pay their bills. But they're not taking care of themselves, and somewhere along the line, they're, they are going to hurt themselves or someone else. It's almost no doubt. But communicating, <clears throat> excuse me, communicating is going to be one of the biggest things out of this whole uh, episode and the relationship itself. When you are unable to tell someone something, it's going to lead to negativity. But if you're able to show that person and tell that person how much they're part of your life and that 
they need you or you need them. There's a mentality of, wow, they need me. Not an abusive mentality where it's like, you can't do anything without me. That's how bad you need me. No, it's the idea of like, I'm going through something right now. I have an issue. I need to talk to my friend about it. And I need you to understand and not judge. If you're going to judge, then you're not helping the situation at all. You have to try to give perspectives. You got to try to give aspect. You try to give the idea of, you know, I'm here for you. Even if I don't agree with you, I'm going to let you say what you got to say. And then we'll go from there. And not be able to call someone names or say that you're hurting me in a way that, oh my God. Sorry, guys. My cat is going to be a pain in the ass here. I apologize for that. Um, but the communication part has to be a major thing. If you don't have the communication, you're not going anywhere. You can't call each other names. You can't be saying that this is my way or the highway kind of shit unless you know it's going to hurt you. So perspective here. I am telling my significant other that she's stupid. She's no good. She's a waste of time. Everything she does is wrong or vice versa. If she's saying it to me. There is negative there. You are going to eventually become mentally fucking unfit and psychologically hurt and emotionally abusive. But if they tell me like, hey, listen to me, let, let me try to guide you a little bit. You don't have to do what I'm telling you, but this is the perspective. Then it might work out. But if you're going to go down that road with someone where they're abusing you in that way, you're going to end up hurt. And you don't deserve that as an individual. You should not be allowing anyone, anyone to hurt you in any physical way, any emotional way, abuse, uh, psychological or emotional, all the perspectives, all that stuff, mental and everything. If you're allowing someone to do that to you, it comes down to the idea that you're afraid to leave and that goes into a whole different realm of control. That person that's abusing you straight out is an asshole. You're, you should not have to go through that. And if they tell you you can't do anything without them or they're no good without, without them, and they're saying that you shouldn't have this friend because all they do is harm you and this and that. It still comes down onto your choice. You have to decide who you want to be friends with and who you don't want to be with because you're seeing that this friend is toxic or this friend is trying to make trouble between you and your relationship and so on and so on. But it still comes down to you. And that's the main point of all this in your relationships. You have to be the strong one. You have to have the communication to tell this person, do not treat me that way. You have to be the one to decide, am I going to live in this situation to a point where I may actually physically be hurt or even killed? Even if it's not that extreme, just the idea that you should not be allowing anyone to emotionally abuse you and make you feel like you can't say something or do something because you may feel guilty about something that you did and you know you shouldn't feel guilty about. 
but you're saying sorry because you just want to end the issue in the conversation. But you also, it comes down to you as the individual to say and reach out to say, I need help and really accept that help. Like, I need to do something here. I need someone to help me. That's not you being a pussy. That's not you being afraid. That's not you being a coward. That's the actually more strength than most people will ever have is to reach out and say to someone, I need your help. I'm being abused. I need someone to help me get out of this situation and help me deal with the consequences that are going to happen. That's what a relationship is. That's a good relationship where you're able to talk to someone like that. And it all comes down in the very beginning of every relationship and throughout your period of that relationship is the communicating the idea that I'm not going to allow someone to do this to me. You have to be a strong person. You must be a strong person. And if you're not, you have to decide which part, how much more you're going to take in a relationship that's doing this to you. Now, that all sounds negative, but everything I said is to give you the positive reinforcement of you're a strong person. You know you were taught not to allow people to take advantage of you. And if you were taught that, if you were in an environment or a social setting or um, a family situation where you were in an abusive home, that's a whole different level. You are actually conditioned and taught to accept your role in something that other people have done. Now, man or woman, it doesn't matter. I don't care what you think of yourself as. You, It is what it is. I don't care what your preference is for sex. If you are in abusive, if you were raised in an abusive relationship or an abusive um, environment, you are conditioned to think that that is okay. And if you finally were able to mentally get out of that state and say, no, that's not right, and people aren't going to treat me the way that my dad or my mom treated the other person or me or my kids, hey, all the power to you. Keep going that way. Know that you're not going to be taken advantage of. But if you were in that kind of thing, you are at a different level of abuse, conditioning, a relationship. Maybe a negative relationship or positive relationship, but you were in a relationship that did that. So um, when we do that kind of stuff, we transfer it into our next relationship. And that's where we have to try not to do that. That's where that communication comes in again. I know I'm all over the place with this because I want to make sure that I'm able to time this just right. We're going to be coming up to another break here soon. Every 15 minutes or so, I try to take a break because I only hit want to do this for an hour but communication right from the very beginning is going to be the key point of your entire relationship whether it's boundary lines this is what i'm going to accept and what i'm not going to accept am i going to be the one that's going to say this is not going to happen this is where it ends or this is where it begins and if that person that other person that you're kind of trying to set those lines to are not going to agree do not feel or think that you should be changing them or the idea of, well, I can make them better if they just listen to me. It's not going to happen. Hindsight's twenty twenty. unfortunately. Sometimes you're going to see it after the relationship is either done that you should have done this or you shouldn't have said anything. But the communication is definitely part 
of the very beginning of any relationship, no matter what. I don't care how attractive you are. I don't care what your finances are. I don't care about the idea that, you know, they're the best bucks in the world. You're going to eventually have to talk. And if you're not talking, it's not a relationship. It's more or less just a hookup. Okay. So if that's your relationship in that way, all the power to you. But I'm talking about like long-term, one-on-one, actual relationships, long-term of this person is going to be part of my life for a while. All right. So what we're going to do is try to get into the expression part of this on the next segment. So I'm going to take, give us a quick break and we'll get back to you in about 30 seconds or so. You can now connect to the EOTB Eye of the Beholder website to get original art by Coach Tony D, the Red Bubble Art Store, and now connected. And now you can own an original art piece on multiple products, including shirts, phone and iPad covers, pet blankets, even bed covers. The EOTB is a proud sponsor of the Wellness Therapeutic Art Life Coaching Practice. Together, we help promote and fund the future of therapeutics in a positive way. With your help. The EOTB and the WTAL coaching practice will expand to help guide those that are looking for a more positive way of taking control of their life. Scan the promo code or go to the www.wtalcoach.com and click on the embedded EOTB site. The owner of the EOTB and the WTAL coaching practice, Coach Tony, thank you for your support. All right, welcome back to the WTAL podcast sessions. We're uh, going to finish up on the communication part and run into the uh, third uh, segment of this where it comes to the expression. Um, so everyone knows the human body needs to be part of the world. I guess there is the easier way of saying that where it doesn't sound so hokum or whatever the word is, but old school. Um, we want to be touched. We want to feel good about ourselves. We want people to hold our hands. They want we want us to be touched and loved and physically part of something or someone. As adults, we have sex. Sex is the one of the biggest parts of a relationship. If there is not a connection, you are wasting your time. Now, if you are having sex just to have sex, and you know it's just a hookup for someone and you're enjoying it congratulations you are now part of the world that mostly happens you know people go out you're an adult you go enjoy yourself you see someone you really attracted to you don't care about a relationship in that like long-term way and you just want to go get laid do it i say fucking do it if you are able to get into a situation that you are able to control your own emotions, your own body, and you're doing it in a very positive way to say, I enjoy my body. I enjoy who I am. I don't care if you're a man or a woman. There's always the saying, a woman is a slut and the guy is a stud. Well, that's bullshit. Men are sluts. Okay. And women like sex just as much as men do. All right. If not, even more. So, when I say this, think of it that way of I am not going to judge you for having sex with someone and say they're a whore or this and that because I have no place to say anything. 
believe it or not, I've had my share. I have had my round and round with people. I am not the best looking guy or anything like that, but I'm not going to deny that I like the expression of touch. Okay. Um, but this has to go into the relationship situation. Okay. Some people would see, consider that a relationship when you're just screwing around with someone, which is your perspective. But in a long-term relationship, something you want to get into and say, I really enjoy spending my time with this person. I want to have this person a part of my life for a very long time. There is the expression of love. Now, normally when I tell my girlfriend the word love and we joke around, it's always, well, we love each other, you know, like a little throw up sound or, you know, gagging sound. But we do that because it's our joke. Okay. We do love each other very much. I would do anything in the world I can for her as much as I can. And she has proven her love to me time and time again, that no other person in the world probably would have done it because of who I am. She tolerates me very much. <laughs> um, but the expressions are simple. Very, very simple. Communication of, I love you. I like you. I want to be with you. What can I do to help you? What can I do to make sure you're okay? Okay, great. Now, if your significant other is saying those words back to you, you are on the right path. What can I do for you? What am I going to be able to do for you to make you happy as well as myself? If I can make you happy, I'm making myself happy. I love you. I like you. Let's go do something. Let's not just sit around looking at each other and starting arguments. Touch each other. Hold hands. Rub each other's backs. Hug. All these little terms and little words and everything like that, that seems so simple, but yet they're never done. Deb and I have a very touchy relationship, not out in the open too much, but when we're sitting on that couch or we're just sitting around and we're watching a movie or something like that, there is almost a 90% chance we're touching. I'm either having her hand in my hand, um, I'm touching her leg, I'm, she's laying next to me, uh, something. We're, we're just touching. We, it has even come down to the point where we're even just doing that and just sitting there watching TV or talking about her day or my day, how frustrated I am with school or whatever the situation may be. But you have to have the right touch. You have to have the right expression. Now, again, honesty, this is my perspective. If you are the kind of person that likes to be roughhoused, joke around, throw each other around, wrestle, uh, slap each other on the ass, uh, poke at each other, you know, this is what we do. I, I don't think Deb can walk by me without me touching her butt. She can't walk. I can't walk past her without her poking me or kind of, you know, putting her foot out. So I touch her. That kind of stuff. It has to be something positive. But if you are also the kind of person that likes to, and this is preference, when I say this, please know I'm saying it is preference. If you are the kind of person that likes to be a little bit more on the rough side, 
especially during sex or, you know, joking around and it's acceptable and it's what you guys have agreed to. And you're more or less saying, I don't mind being choked and slapped and everything like that. I say that that's what you are positively doing. Enjoy the hell out of it. That's an expression. That is a positive expression in your viewpoint and maybe and many others. But it's just not that. It's the expression of your facial features when you talk to each other, when you say something to each other, which again comes into the communication part of when you're talking, be interested in what they're saying. If you're not interested in their, what they're saying, you are de- disconnecting, you are detaching yourself from the situation, from them. And that can cause a lot of issues. Why express yourself if you're not going to be really part of it? When it comes to the expression of coaching and the WTAL, we usually paint, play music, do something physical, which falls into the wellness, that is showing that there's something there that can be held or physically touched or something where you, you can actually reach out and grab something. You can reach out and grab your partner. You can reach out and touch this person in your relationship, hopefully in a very positive way. Kissing, coming up from behind someone and just saying, thank you for making dinner. I really appreciate it. Something where you're showing that physical connection. This is how your physical or your facial expressions come in. Rolling your eyes back, kind of just putting your head down, not paying attention, looking another way, thinking about something else. That's all negative expression. Now, you may be able to multitask. I know Deb and I do it. When we talk, when we talk, we've learned each other of I can kind of look away. I can kind of look down at my phone if I need to and still keep up a conversation. I can kind of look at someone as they're walking into a bar or something like that. Same with her. But one of the major things we do goes back to communication again. And this is also expressive is if we're in the middle of a conversation and someone comes over and says to say hi to us or kind of like, hey, wants to just kind of joke around. We will stop what we're saying to each other. And let that person know or let that person finish what they're saying and say hi to them. Be very cordial and say, look, this is what we do. Blah, blah. Do you have any idea how many times we've had our friends walk past us and say they did not want to interrupt us because we were in such a deep conversation that they could see it in us, in our eyes, in our expressions, that we were into something very deep and personal. And that's great. I actually glad that our friends or whoever say that to us, because when they say that to us, that means that they can see the connection between me and Deb, not by listening to us, but by our expression. We're holding hands at the bar or at the table. We're walking down out to the parking lot, holding hands. We're sitting at someone's house just really enjoying a party or something like that. And we're sitting next to each other and we're reaching out or we're looking at each other, you know, giving a little winks, little kisses and 
stuff like that. But there is an expression of love there. If you're not able to do that for your partner in a relationship, you may have to learn how to do it, or you're not comfortable doing it, or you're still new into a relationship where you still don't know your boundaries. If you're in a long-term relationship already, you should already be doing this. And if it's not happening from one of your partners to you, or you're not doing that to your partner, there's, there's some issues that are going on, deep issues, and you're not communicating. So it all goes back to each other. What do you like? What don't you like? Do you like expression? Do you like holding my hand? Do you like uh, PDA, public displays of affection? If you don't, hopefully that was communicated. So your communication comes back into play. You're either very expressive or you're not. But even in private, the mental state of humans and people, I just can't even say that, animals altogether. You can look at the wild kingdom and fucking see other animals rubbing up on each other, laying next to each other, or you know, showing some kind of expression through their communication that way. We're animals. Humans are animals. We do this. We need to have that touch. We need to have that connection with someone or something. If you're unable to do that, you may not be with that right person. If that, if you want that and you're, you're not getting it back, let me put it that way. If you are that kind of person that likes that kind of stuff and then you're not getting it back, then there might be something missing there and vice versa. If that person wants to have it from you and you're not able to give it to them, there may there's maybe issues that you need to look into deeply. But most people want to have the connection. They want to be known they're wanted. They want to be known they're loved. They want to be known that they're doing something to make you better, make you happy, and you're doing that for them. So not as only self-love, that someone needs to do of making sure they're happy and yourself that yourself is happy and that you're able to take care of yourself and that you're mentally and physically and emotionally able to take care of yourself. But you want that from someone else in a in small amounts of, I need to take, I want to take care of you, not need to take care of you. I want to take care of you. I want to be able to show you that I, I, I care about your feelings and how you, you are in all kinds of aspects and you need to physically hold them. So the expression part of it is very, very important because it's a physical touch. It's a phys physicality of need needing the person to know that you want them, that you need them physically. And that is always a good thing. If, like, again, you can have all the best sex in the world with someone. You can be spoiled rotten with all the materialistic stuff you have. But if you're not really able to express or physically show the attachment in a very positive way and long-term way, my personal opinion and my experience and from my coaching and stuff like that, there is going to be somewhere along the line there's going to be an issue that may cause a separation and communication definitely has to be part of that as well so 
what we're going to do is once again, I'm going to take another break. We're going to get into the uh, meditation part, which is going to sound kind of weird at the moment, but meditation in a relationship is very important as well. And I'll explain to you what I mean by that after uh, this little break. See you in a few seconds. You can now connect to the EOTB Eye of the Beholder website to get original art by Coach Tony D, the Red Bubble Art Store, and now connected. And now you can own an original art piece on multiple products, including shirts, phone and iPad covers, pet blankets, even bed covers. The EOTB is a proud sponsor of the Wellness Therapeutic Art Life Coaching Practice. Together, we help promote and fund the future of therapeutics in a positive way. With your help. The EOTB and the WTAL coaching practice will expand to help guide those that are looking for a more positive way of taking control of their life. Scan the promo code or go to the www.wtalcoach.com and click on the embedded EOTB site. The owner of the EOTB and the WTAL coaching practice, Coach Tony, thank you for your support. All right, welcome back to the WTAL podcast sessions, and this is going to be leading into our last segment of meditation. So just to kind of get you out there for the idea of what the WTAL uh, coaching practice is, the mantra is communication, expression, and meditation. And this is the last part of that, the meditation aspect. Um, I'm going to just give you my personal viewpoint of this whole thing. I'm not even going to try to convince anyone to meditate or anything like that, but I can tell you straight out. And if for any reason you are one of my friends that are listening to this or you are into the idea of uh, talking to one of my friends or something like that, you're going to get a very, very big viewpoint on me from how different I was just a year or two ago, maybe even a little bit longer than that. It's been a while. Um, I am, I am and can be, uh, an asshole and it was a lot worse years ago. Um, my relationship right now with Deb has definitely changed who I am. The communication part definitely helped. Uh, the expression of her love towards me is very much contributed to me being able to bring myself into a different area now of when I do get frustrated, angry, or in a state of really being pissed off. I mean, there's really no other way to say it. But the meditation that I have gotten into has brought me into a different state of mind. I'm able to stop and think before I react. I stop and breathe. I stop and think about what the consequences are going to be. I'm able to take myself, I want to say literally, but I can take myself out of my body and take a look at myself and say, is this something you really need to fight for or is it something that can be let go? I can tell you. From my own experience, that this is probably one of the best things in the world that I've ever done in my entire life, is to find the place in my heart and in my mind to 
let people go, let things go, and let my anger dissipate outside of my thoughts, if that makes any sense to anyone. I've had the opportunity to learn, and that certificate right there is my yoga teaching certificate. And in that that time of teaching, I have learned how to meditate and take time to do it. It was hard. It was very hard. But how did this help me out with my relationship? I would say it helped me with my relationship because I'm not looking at something where I have to argue anymore. I'm able to bring my own anxieties down. I don't have to take it out on her or anyone else. I know that I am in control of my body. I am in control of my mind. I am in control of the way I do things. I learned to the acceptance of self-worth. I've accepted the idea of I cannot control other people, but I can try to guide them into a different idea. I've worked on, with this with a couple of my clients. Some of them use it. Some of them liked it. But it was very hard for them because they were still unable to stop thinking about what their issue was for that day or week. <clears throat> their anxieties were overwhelming. They just couldn't do it. Or, and even in most cases, it was more or less like, this is stupid. It's not something I do. If I want to get my anger out, I'll go punch something, which is fine. That's your, that's your personality. That's who you are. And I can't deny that I have hit a wall or two or I've used a punching bag. I have... You know, I did do some kickboxing in other classes. You know, I did wrestle for a brief time and everything like that to kind of get my anger and everything out. But as a couple, and I want to, I'm going to reach over here. I'm going to look something up real quick. As a couple, meditation together is great. But also at the same time, you have to realize you can't force your partner to do something that they don't want to do. But in your own mind, this is what can happen. So I'm going to just read something. It's off the internet. Anyone can look it up. I just kind of wanted to try to find a quote or something like that that kind of made a little bit more sense than me just talking about it. Meditation trains the mind to be fully present in the moment, at ease and without distraction. All qualities that can help us feel more connected as a couple which allows us to focus on our partner and the development and maintain intimacy during sex. The more connected we feel, the more intimate sex can be. Now, that right there, like I said in the last segment when it came to the expression, sex is very important in a relationship, but it's also just important in life, okay? If you like sex, have sex. If you don't, don't. But... It was the first part that said the, clear, the clearing of the mind, the focus on yourself, and the focus on what you can do. Because it goes right back to the beginning again during the, the uh, communication. If you are not able to be satisfied with yourself, you're not happy with yourself, you're not able to really say, I can't take care of myself, 
meditation can help you do that. It can kind of give you a path of clarity. If you can get that part of your body, your mind, to accept the ideas that there's always going to be failure, there's always an opportunity to learn, there's always the opportunity for someone to be a part of your life in a positive way, you can get rid of the negativities or at least be able to control the anxiety and the way you think about how to react instead of act. It's proactive instead of reactive. Um, you can bring all that into you and pass that on to that partner, onto that relationship, onto the people around you. You have this aura about you that can be connected to other people. Once you're able to take the positive of you and bring it forth, the people that are negative around you usually absorb that unless it's such a negative person in your life that you start absorbing them, you may definitely need to reevaluate that relationship. I don't care if it's a friendship or whatever. If there is a, that kind of negativity that's overwhelming you, that's something you want to try to limit or eliminate altogether. I had to do it. Um, I hate to admit it and everything, but someone that should be a part of my life, I had, I had to stop having in my life. Um, it was just a lot of negativity and a lot of lies and a lot of other things. I just was like, I can't do this with you anymore. I love you. I wish you the best in life. If you ever want to reach out, I'll be there, but don't, I'm not going to, I'm not, I don't, I'm not going to have a part of it. So <clears throat> when it comes to the meditation part of this, this isn't, it isn't the, the idea of like, oh my God, I got to learn this religion. I got to do yoga. I got to do this. No, it's the idea of mentally getting into a spot, into a idea of being able to positively bring yourself forward, knowing that there's the obstacles and accepting them. In a relationship, if you can both do that, you're on a very, very positive path. You guys, if you're both meditators, you are going to enjoy each other a lot more. Um, but since I've been doing it, and I have one other client that has contacted me and said that they enjoy it, and I do that with them online, so I can do a Zoom call with them and stuff, they're, they're really seeing a difference in themselves as well. For me, it was life-changing. It was the idea that I started out trying to meditate for 5, 10 minutes, clear my mind. I can sit in my position or even just stand in tree position stance and everything and a half hour 40 minutes 45 minutes will go by and i won't even realize it and then i can bring that into my relationship and let deb know that i'm better i need to step away for a minute or two but i'm better so if that kind of attitude towards yourself can be expressed during a relationship it's the positive connection that you guys can make it's I know there's wrongs. I know there's rights. I know I overreact. I know I can control them. I just need a few minutes a day to say, I need 15 minutes to breathe. Just breathe. That's all it is. Oops, I'm shaking here. Sorry, my cat. It's the idea of knowing that you can bring that into a relationship 
and say, let's take a step back, let's breathe for a second, and let's uh, let's try to say that we can do this together. That's really the big story right there, or part of it, is trying to do it together in a positive way. So you can do this anywhere. And if anyone's willing to learn, you can go on YouTube, you can do all that. But if you ever need a coach, obviously you can reach out to me or you people on Facebook or YouTube that are going to have a connection to the website or even my listeners, whatever. I'm more than willing to try with you and do it with you. But it does take time. It does take patience. You are going to have to get into a different mindset. If your communication ain't there, you may be able to meditate on it and bring it out. If you're un, you're unable to do certain expressions and show the love for someone, you can meditate on it, make thoughts about it, and show give yourself the positive reinforcement. Say, I can do this for my partner. It's a very humbling situation when you start. You can get very emotional. You can get very sad because you're allowing all the stuff that you've been pushing away and and trying to bring it out to the world so it's very important part of life especially in a relationship so i'm going to stop it right there because i am going to run out of time here and i want to do one more segment of saying goodbye to everyone and hopefully you enjoyed this episode so i'm just going to take a few seconds here give you a little outro intro kind of thing and uh, i'll be right back with you okay All right. Thank you very much for joining the WTAL podcast sessions this week. Um, I know I was all over the place a little bit and everything like that. It was about relationships and I try not to spend too much time trying to take up your time. I know that you're listening because either you're doing it as a friendship kind of thing and you're either, you know, trying to support me and everything. And I really love you all for that. Or you're really interested in just kind of saying, hey, this is a guy that's new and we just want to listen to him and he's got some ideas and some perspective on things and we learn something but this week i this more or less comes down to i've had my experiences with bad relationships we all have if you're an adult and you're in this kind of stuff i have two kids by two different mothers and each one of them i loved in my own way or, or at some point i love my kids to death they were part of a situation that Honestly, they maybe should never have been put into, but that's the way it is. We're able to grow from that. The relationship I'm in right now took time to learn, time to do it. We've been together 14 years as of this podcast, and there has been major ups and downs and sideways shit, and there's been times that we told each other we're fucking done, but what happened? We communicated. We talk things out. We gave each other the space to say, let me listen to you. Let's do this. We need to walk away just for a second, but we're going to come back. And then when we came back together and we talked and we figured it out, 
we knew that we were on the same goals. We were on the same situation. We weren't giving in to each other saying, well, I'm just going to stay because I need a place to live, or I'm going to stay because you helped me pay the bills, or I got to stay because my kids don't want to lose you or something like that. We stayed together because we knew there was a future path for us without the negative bullshit. It was, we really, truly love each other. No matter how much we made the mistakes, we were able to forgive each other in a very positive way. It wasn't a lie. It was an actual forgiveness. It wasn't the idea of like, well, I forgive you for doing this, but I'm going to hold it against you. It wasn't the idea of forgive and forget. You forgave and we move on. It's always going to be there. We learn from what we don't forget. With the expression, we constantly are touching each other. We're constantly showing that affection. We're constantly showing the expression to other people that we do love each other. Whether it's kind of like our little joke of, you know, when we say the word love, we kind of have a little gag sound to it. Or when we're out in public, we're like, I can't be seen with you in public. Come on, look at you today. I say that to her. She says it to me. We we joke around. We know that we want to be seen together. We're each other's best friends. Um, when we med- when I meditate, I'm able to get into a different perspective. She doesn't meditate. She does things in her own way. But I'm able to talk to her after I'm done saying, I need to take a breath. I need to step back before I can say something to you that may be taken the wrong way. I may be looking at something the wrong way. Let me take the time to get in my head and think about the path I'm going to take before I say it in a negative way. The the three aspects, the three mantras of the WTAL podcast and the WTAL coaching practice, the communication, expression, and meditation is something I believe I'm going to live with for the rest of my life. I want to. I need to. I'm not saying that you need to do this for yourself. This is just my perspective, my viewpoints. But I really want you guys to understand that this is something that helped me. And I've been able to somewhat help my clients that are going through this now, at the moment. So there's still a road ahead for me for them. I'm kind of hoping I give that to give them the guide they need. I believe I am. I think they think I am. So I'm kind of hoping that I am on the right path. But that's all it is. I just wanted to give everyone the idea of a relationship can work if it's the right relationship and it's mutual. But if you're stuck in a relationship because of fear of losing, the fear of physical abuse, the fear of idea of being mentally abused, or the idea of that there's just nothing there, but you don't have enough confidence in yourself to say, I can do better. You're wrong. You can do better. You are a better person. If you are being abused, please get out of it as fast as you can. If you need help, please reach out. There are hotlines. There are situations. There are people, your friends that you may have thought you lost that are still there for you. And if some particular people are listening to this, please know that your friends may have stepped aside, but they still love you. They want the best for you. But They can't give you what you want and also be happy with themselves. All right. So it's not just you, it's them as well. All right. 
So thank you very much for listening to this week's WTAL podcast session about relationships. Hopefully it gave you a little perspective of how you can enjoy your own life, enjoy your partner, and enjoy your, your friendship with that partner, and how you can be very expressive and think about your next steps. All right. Thank you very much. Hopefully uh, I'll see you in next week. All right.